Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Happy uh, Monday. Uh, it's a new week for us, and uh, we're excited to, to be here together and, and start sharing and hope you had a, a good time last weekend, and we did as well. Um, uh, we talked uh, a, a little bit about... Um, you know, my grandson who is uh flying yes uh and uh, so he flew uh he said he flew over our house we live out uh, in the country in castle rock <laughs> and uh, he said he flew over our house a couple of times and uh that's great that was fun uh and then uh he finished uh and again he was practicing and he's getting his license so he has to do a variety of specific things right uh, to you know get basically get uh qualified for the license and so he did and then he comes home um and then within uh uh two miles away which we could actually observe uh a single engine plane crashes oh uh, wow and, oh my goodness uh he hit power lines which by the way knocked <laughs> uh knocked it not for us because we're we're we have solar and, uh, and a generator but uh it knocked power out of the entire area oh my uh, goodness which was interesting but uh he hit the power lines and this plane crashed and and uh, died you know and mm. uh we were so I was talking to my grandson about that you know of you know what 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 would what it was during the day so you know what happened it was clear what day caused clear it, right? day you know what what caused it and uh he said that um there's specific rules about altitude mm-hmm. um when you when you and this is on the flight pattern into this private airport uh that and he said it's identifiable and he and he pulls pulls up his phone uh that he observes uh mm-hmm. as one of his things to plan for his trip and he shows me on the phone it says power lines right there at, right. at x altitude um oh, so, and so you, you okay. said you said you know that when you plan your flight you observe you're supposed to observe the obstacles and the things that are there and there's a right. rule a rule about you know you can't fly lower than this altitude as you're approaching and he said this evidently this guy uh, either didn't see it didn't pay attention to mm. it um he suspects that um again you know even even as simple as the guy was texting or was you know doing something Some that, distraction that it, he was distracted and he shouldn't have been doing uh he said it's it's unusual that uh that would happen i said well you know are you paying attention <laughs> when you right, fly right right you know uh, <laughs> you know hey pay attention uh so that you know you don't do something foolish because right. he said it was just it was it just certainly pure... highlights the gravity of of the machine that he's operating yeah. it's it's not just yeah you know a little yeah. toy yeah yeah and it's you know it's no different in a sense it's no different than driving a car you know so right uh as these youngsters uh drive now and um uh which he does and now he's flying a plane and my other grandson is actually in driver's training so he's driving oh is he uh, really aiden uh so uh we uh, we pray over them <laughs> uh, and uh, keep safe and uh, and keep enjoying what they're doing. Um, we wanted to, you know, uh, at the beginning of the week here, kind of do an update on the world uh, chaos uh, mm-hmm. that is going on. A uh, couple uh, interesting things. Um, one is that uh, actually it's from out here in Colorado, uh, Kathy. I don't know if you've if you've followed, heard about the what's called the Jack Phillips Bakery uh lawsuits you know, i i haven't in a while i heard when it first started i think it made the news nationally yeah. a lot um i haven't followed it a whole lot since so, so as a believer um 
he just said, you know, he was asked to do a, a wedding cake for a, a mm -hmm. gay marriage. And he just said, you know, I don't, I'm not condemning you. Uh, you, you know, just go down the street and get something else because, because of me and my religious faith, what I believe, uh, I can't, I can't really, uh, fulfill that in my business. And, and I, I'm not coming against you and I'm not saying anything about it. Just, you know, go enjoy your life. And there's plenty of bakeries, you know, that will do it. Well, they sued him. Mm -hmm. uh, for yeah. discrimination. Um, and he, you know, and now it's, this is 10 years in the process. He, he ba took it all the way through the courts and he won in the Supreme court. Wow. Uh, so, uh, it was, uh, you know, you have the right to do this. Uh, so he won and it was, it was important, a big, big landmark mm -hmm. case. Uh, well, <laughs> yesterday, this last week, um, a transgender comes and says, I want you to bake a cake for my operation and my, my changing my, you know, my gender. Uh, and again, he just says the same thing, you know, I'm not coming against same you. Bakery. Come, I, same bakery. Same yeah, bakery. Same bakery. Yeah. Same bakery. And it, it was, it was, a, it was a, something. it was a purposeful thing. Uh, yes. Gotcha. And, um, he said, no, you know, uh, because of my faith and the Supreme court said I have the right to do that. So, you know, hey, just go down the street and find something else and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, no problem. Well, they sued him um, right. and they won. Oh, really? Uh, in a lower court that he was discriminatory and now he's got a, you know, cease and desist and fines and all this stuff. So he's going he's gonna to start over again uh, in, wow. the, in the process of uh, having to go all the way to the Supreme Court to see if he can say, well, wait, I, I thought you guys ruled on this already. Right. Uh, so it's it's a mess. And and the only point I'm making is that uh, uh, it's chaos. Mm -hmm. uh, and you would look at the concept of lawlessness in a broader way, uh, which, which the, you know, the Bible says that the, in the end, uh, there will be an increase in lawlessness. Um, right. And... And so this is just contributing to the chaos so that um, the way that things used to be that even I can remember in my lifetime is that there was order. Mm -hmm. So that when a, when a case was settled, uh, it was settled. Uh, okay, right. now you knew what the, what the law was and everybody had to conform to it. And, uh, and I'm looking at it as just order. Mm -hmm. So I, it, there were cases where I would say, I don't agree with that. Uh, that doesn't strike, you know, my, my faith, my belief, but it is the law of the land and it's settled. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, we have order. Uh, what's happening now with the chaos is that, uh, like supposedly it was settled for Jack Phillips. Mm -hmm. And you can, <laughs> you can imagine a guy going through that for 10 years. Right. Uh, you know, so the uh, his own uh, stuff that's going on with him, but because of the chaos of our culture and of our life, things aren't settled. Right. Uh, that well, yeah, okay. So what? So what? The Supreme Court did that. We're just try a different tact and could take it all through the the courts again because the lower courts no longer necessarily follow really the law of the land. Uh, right. They can they can what's called make law. Mm -hmm. themselves, which was, by the way, never intended with the original founding fathers. If they came back today and saw what the courts were doing, and I'm talking particularly the, the you know, the state courts and the, the cir circuit yeah. courts, they would be dumbfounded. Is that, well, your role was always to just interpret what the interpret laws the law, right? uh, that the Congress and the president would agree to and the Supreme Court. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so, um, Right now, it's it's uh, that's why there's lawlessness because um, instead of the populace voting and deciding law, um, it can it really is now being done in the courts, mm -hmm. you know, by what's called an activist judge that doesn't pay any attention to any precedent or anything that's happened before. Even what even what the Congress has said is I'm giving a new interpretation. And so now this is going right. to become law. And, and of course, then they have to appeal it and all that stuff. Right. Uh, so it's just, it's just indicative of the chaos. Right. Uh, you know, that's it's, coming on. 
Yeah, what one of the things you're describing reminds me. So the the passage that Rich is talking about is Matthew 24, I believe, correct? Um, that talks about the increase of lawlessness and and these different things that are are coming as time progresses and that we are to watch. But it reminds me in that is actually a warning to to Christians. And so as we're talking to fellow believers on this podcast, um, you know, it talks about as the increase, you know, with the increase of lawlessness, the love of many grows cold. Right. And I think that is a warning to us, um, truly, because as we see so many things going on in the world that are chaotic, that do fly right in the face of our values and and what we know is God's will it can become very easy to be calloused and to not demonstrate God's love to a broken and fallen world. And so I think we have to really be walking in step again with, and we've been talking about being in step with the Holy spirit, but walking in step with the Holy spirit in order to navigate standing on both grace and truth with love, reflecting his heart well in the midst of all of this, right. or we will see our hearts grow cold and then we're not representing him well in the midst of it either. Right. So it's an interesting thing to navigate. Yeah. Yeah. And there, and Paul speaks about this in second Corinthians two, uh, second Timothy three, uh, lawlessness, mm-hmm. the, you know, the love of many grow, grow cold, uh, people fall away from God and they appear even the church, see, this is the challenge mm-hmm. to the church. It says they have a form of godliness. So they look like, they act like they're holy, but he said they don't operate with any power. Right. Um, and they and they don't pursue truth anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there's no heart for truth. Uh, right. Which so is why that, this abiding is so important. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so that the heart, uh, which because of, of the culture we're in and the chaos that we're in and going to be in, mm-hmm. uh, that... The, the the plumb line is our beautiful relationship with God who will guide us into truth, which is mm-hmm. what we've been talking about, is that, you know, Father, how would you help me understand this and lead me and guide me into the truth so that I receive it, stand on it, and live it, mm-hmm. regardless of what's going on around me, um, so that I don't fall into, uh, by the way, there's a, a big warning that Paul says, uh, be careful not to be deceived. Yes. Um, and then it actually, in, in which sec- means it's possible for Christians to be deceived. Actually, absolutely. So pay attention and, to that. And yes. then it, it's interesting. There's an interesting statement in Second Corinthians two uh, that um, as people are deceived, believers talking about believers, mm-hmm. they get deceived and they make a choice that I'm going to follow the deception and not follow God, right? Um, because they think, well, I guess that's right because he's fine Christian leaders are saying that's right, but it's mm-hmm. deception. Um, and, he, and what happens, he said, God then, this is interesting, uh, sends delusion. Mm-hmm. So he basically says, okay, if you've, if you've decided not to follow me, mm-hmm. he said, on top of your following deception, and, already, and by the way, you've already made that choice, that right. you, you don't have a heart for truth, actually says, I'm going to top that with delusion. Um, and you are going to go deeper into the deception uh, because now you're at enmity against me and I'm, mm. I'm sending delusion on top of it so that your hearts get harder and harder and harder. If remember, uh, not that he's causing heart to go harder. It's, right. the, it's the choices I'm making to not follow God. Um, right. And so, uh, so why in that passage, if you don't mind me asking, cause I'm sure somebody else is thinking the same thing. Why, why would that be the case? Um, you know what? So, so someone is rejecting God's truth, like directly rejecting it. And then he is causing more delusion to come. Yeah. Um, so is that with a heart for repentance still? Is there, well, it's, all, it's, it's always that? that, um, it's okay. always with, you know, are you, do you have a heart to see the truth? Uh, and that every time and any time uh, somebody says, uh, you know what, I realize I'm walking away from God, I want to repent. And see, what I say is this um, about that. The kingdom of God mm-hmm. is just a step away. Right. Uh, because he's constantly pursuing us and and we're walking away. And you can, you know, the picture is you're walking further and further and further and further away. Mm-hmm. Uh, our ability to come back isn't we have to go we have to walk all the way back. Uh, it follows us. And he says, 
how about today? Are you willing to come mm. today? I can I can start giving you this beautiful life today. How about now? This is the good news, the gospel. And it's a step away. Uh, like, right. you know what? I realize that, yeah, I'm, I'm being deceived. I'm falling into the uh, delusion. Um, I'm uh, not following God. I want to follow God. So uh, I, I'm willing to start today and come mm-hmm. and abide, abide and stay connected. And he says, great, welcome back. Let's go. Because um, yeah. it was just a step away. So the question uh, is, well, for people that are being deceived, believers, mm-hmm. um, why would God add delusion right. uh, on top of it? Uh, well, uh, again, you, this is what we got to understand about the nature of God is that um, it isn't I'm sending you a delusion to make it harder for you to then choose me. He says, I've been working at making it easy for you to choose me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're following and choosing deception and it's a it's an open rejection, an open rebellion. Okay. Um, it's yeah, I I could have followed God. Right. But uh and I was invited to follow God and I was getting a message to follow God, but I basically ignored it uh and rejected it and said, um, well I'm gonna I'm gonna let deception rule me. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and again it's very simple. Um, if you think of the opposite of deception, what would what would you what would that be? It's truth, light and truth, light yeah. and truth. Um, so it's either truth or deception. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, where do we receive truth? At his feet. Uh, based Speaking on in his word. Yeah. Based on his word. Yeah. See, he's yeah. already spoken. And said, I've issued for my children mm-hmm. uh, truth. Right. Uh, now, remember, we've talked about um, don't, don't read it as law, but rather let me go uh, abide in that, mm-hmm. understand it, like we talked about, you know, be angry and do not sin. Right. Um, okay, there's truth about that. Um, how far do we get with that? Uh, then, once I understand it, he says, "Keep going personally, because mm-hmm. now you're walking with me. You're you're understanding truth. I'll apply it to you, right? Uh, specifically, so that you now know the answer to well, what about this particular situation?" Um, and he said, "I'll take the truth, show you the truth. You'll get the truth, um, and see. I look at it as." Uh, kind of two different levels. I actually had a, uh, had a person yesterday uh, that was considering, uh, you know, should I date a divorced woman? Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, uh, he has been given advice. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and he said, I There's said, well, plenty of advice out there for people. <laughs> uh, from believers, from Christians and mm-hmm. pastors and et cetera, commentaries, all that. Right. I said, uh, well, what, what, advice, what advice have you been getting? Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, well, I get a bunch to say absolutely not, and I get a bunch to say it's fine. <laughs> well, there, that's clear. It's yeah. Bad, right? <laughs> uh, I said, okay. Uh, I said, well, do you have a heart to follow the truth, to get to the truth? Yeah, I do. Okay. I said, so I gave him a bunch of verses uh, mm-hmm. that speak to this. Uh, and remember, it's the whole counsel of God in the heart of Christ and the, and the life right. of Christ and, uh, and what it says. And so I said, you know, go, go explore that and we'll, we'll pursue it. Um, I said, now what's going to happen to you is that, as, like we did with the um, uh, be, you know, be angry and do not sin, is the logos is a source of truth. And you'll come to an understanding of that uh, as far as it goes. Uh, what does it say? What doesn't it say? Uh, what's the truth? And then God has to say to you, once you understand that, now ask me specifically about your situation. Right. Uh, because there's dynamics there. There's interesting things there. There's truth about that. Mm-hmm. That it's not universal. Uh, it's, well, here's the truth as I reveal it to you to this level. 
now start applying it personally, which is the abiding is to, okay, mm-hmm. how, do I, how do I abide it uh, and understand it? Uh, and, and I gave him the example of, uh, uh, which actually I had a group uh, last night that we, t- we talked about the, uh, you know, what's going on with the end times, but they had a discussion mm-hmm. about the rapture. Um, right. You know, I, what do you, you know, I said, what do you guys uh, think is the truth? And they say, well, our churches have all said it's pre-trib rapture. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. Um, have you spent any time in the Word about it? No. Right. Um, I'm getting advice from people. Okay, well, do you want to know the truth? You got to get in the Word. And I said, as you'll find the Word on this particular topic, uh, is that it isn't absolutely stated, is it pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib? Right. There's cases for all three of those. Uh, and because it's in the word, it says, in a sense, are you going to be raptured? Yes. Mm-hmm. When? I'm not telling you. And that uh, mystery, I believe, is on purpose. Yeah, it's, it's on purpose. Uh, so, yeah. okay. So that's as far as the logos goes and says, here's the mm-hmm. truth. And so you, you say, okay, so my understanding of the truth is, yes, we're going to be raptured. And you're not telling us specifically when, which means mm-hmm. there's a reason for that. Right. Okay, so that's the truth you come to. Now, the second piece of that would be, given that we don't know, uh, mm-hmm. what would you like me to understand about anything about the preparation or what we may go through or what's coming up? Right. Um, what would be your word to me personally? Because he might say to you, you know, uh, this is how I want you to think, or this is how I want you to prepare, or this is what you got to look at. Um, and, uh, you know, like the question that came up then afterwards, well, then if it's not pre-trib, don't we have to can be concerned about the mark of the beast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. Okay, then right. what, what is it? You know, uh, how will we know? Is it going to be clear? Are we going to have to guess at it? What if we guess wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, we went into all that because there's very specific scripture about that uh okay let's go find out that um so as we look at these situations going back to the question of why would god send a delusion is that the people that have rejected it Mm -hmm. what have they done they've rejected truth right and that um and and they do reject it in two ways one i don't care (laughs) Um, right. I just, I just don't care, uh, because, and they want to stay in self more. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I've been told there really isn't any absolute truth and it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to matter. And, um, so what, uh, so, and my church says X. So, um, um, I don't have a, I don't have a desire to go find that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just don't care. Um, okay. Well then what are you going to do? You're going to follow deception. Why would you follow deception? Because somebody else that I respect tells me this is the answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, by the way, it's the opposite. It's de- and God calls it deception. Mm. Why? Well, because they didn't go to truth. Right. And they developed their own uh, desire of, well, I'm interpreting and calling mm-hmm. uh, the truth of God to be X. You know, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um uh, uh, there's a uh, a guy uh, used to be a Willow Creek uh, pastor, big pastor of a big church. Uh, spoke, uh, preached evangelism. Christ is the mm-hmm. way, and people came to know Christ. Well, in the last ten years, um, he basically has developed a theology that says uh, everybody can get to heaven. Mm-hmm. There isn't just one way. And by the way, he's even come out lately to say. Um, there's no hell. Right. Uh, Satan isn't really, isn't real. Um, it's not really so. So that's what he's speaking. Um, and he still has a strong following of people very, who trust what he says and very, look to him yeah. to interpret God's word to them. Yeah. And, and particularly yeah. young, particularly uh, millennials. Yes. Uh, because yeah. they're starting to see it. Well, they like this guy because he's, he's very uh, charismatic uh, mm-hmm. uh, in style, not charismatic in belief. And, and that is... Um, they say, "Ooh, that's cool!" I, you know, this guy says. And some of what he says is more palatable to what 
they want to believe, yeah, although yeah, it's, it's yeah. easy to believe wrong things. Yeah, you know? because it makes sense uh, from a, what I call a sappy view of God, God's love. Yes. Is God is yeah. love, and that's why everybody makes it, and there's no, there's no hell, there's no Satan, et cetera. Right. Uh, well, he was challenged uh, by people who know the Bible and said, wait a second, that doesn't line up with the truth mm-hmm. of the scriptures. Particularly, you can just take Jesus' words. He talked a lot, a lot about right, this. Right, right. Um, There's no fuzzy area there. <laughs> uh, so his response, and he actually wrote a book about this, is that the Bible itself isn't true. Wow. Uh, and you can't trust it. Uh, mm. So don't get, your, don't get your truth from that. And he said, basically, I, your argument that, that it doesn't line up with the Bible doesn't mean anything because it's not true. Mm-hmm. So he took the truth of the truth <laughs> and pushed it right. off the table. Wow. Uh, okay, well, that's deception. Right. Uh, so that he and people who are following him, um, either, again, they've, they've said it doesn't matter, mm-hmm. and I don't care to pursue the truth, or... Or they even, like this version of truth better. Or even, even though it contradicts mm-hmm. what is true, and I can kind of see that i reject that and just say you know what i i like his way better mm-hmm. uh so i'm going to follow that way and in, in following deception okay so because people have come to that place that god has invited them no come to the truth because remember uh his in, in his word which was what we've we've tried to speak if you abide in my word you will mm-hmm. know the Truth, truth, and, and the, the truth, truth will, will set, set you free. free. So that it is, it is a process of well, the truth is there. Mm-hmm. Abide with it. Keep going until you receive it. Um, and by the way, there and and see, God isn't looking at it as uh, you know this is arduous. It's actually enjoyable because mm-hmm. uh, He gets relationship with us and we get relationship with Him. He said, right. my, he said, my joy is giving you the truth through your abiding in my word. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's great fun. Like this guy that's going to go look at divorce. I asked him, I said, now as you're doing this, make sure that you really enjoy receiving the truth. Um, mm-hmm. And don't take on the burden is I better get it, better get it, better get it. Relaxed. Just enjoy receiving it. Because God says mm-hmm. that's, there's great joy to that. Uh, so that's the life of God. Right. Yeah. Uh, but... If if you willfully reject that mm-hmm. and say I don't care or yeah I see it but I'm I'm going to follow deception, then God says when you've made that choice um, and you've now walking down the path of that deception. Interesting enough, He says, "Well, I'm actually going to add to it with delusion," mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, you are you are so at enmity against me that uh, you're going to suffer even further because you've you've so made that choice. Always mm-hmm. with, if you recognize that you're not following the truth, I can break through all of that and say let's right. let's go uh, and and let's live the, the beautiful life. So lived out in a practical way, does that would we see that as somebody who kind of hits rock bottom before they turn around and come back to God? Or you know, what, what would that look like? How would we identify that? It would look, it looked like a couple different ways. Um, one is it, 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 what you'd call hitting rock bottom. Um, I'm sick of my circumstances. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't seem to get through my relationships. I'm always angry. Um, everything never works. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe, maybe what I'm doing, eh, maybe it's not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm willing, if, particularly if somebody comes along like we do and say, hey, would you like to learn a different way? Right. Uh, I understand how you feel, but would you like to learn a different way? And, he, and they're getting this invitation. Mm-hmm. You know, they might say, yeah, you know what? I'm so sick of this. Uh, I would like to, to do it. The, the other way is that... Um, the Holy Spirit, uh, and actually this is in, uh, we, we read John 16, um, 13 to 15. We're talking about the guiding into all truth and telling us right. of things to come. But actually before that, uh, he speaks another 
uh, work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, but he says um, uh, in verse 7, this is in John 16, 7, uh, Jesus is speaking. He says, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. Mm-hmm. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I send him to you. We know what that means is that right. uh, the disciples, you know, had the privilege of physically being next to Jesus. Right. And he says, actually, it's beneficial for all of you that I go away because I can send now the Holy Spirit to millions and millions of people. Right. Uh, who, Not just who's walking directly right. with me, and those so, 12. Right? And, I'm, and I'm now present because he says earlier in John 14 that when you uh, uh, abide with me, that we, the Father, mm-hmm. Son, and Holy Spirit, make our home with you. Right. So you've got all of God. Uh, and he says, uh, and when the Holy Spirit has come, he will convict Mm-hmm. the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they do not believe in me of righteousness because I go to my father and you see no more and of judgment because the ruler mm-hmm. of the world uh, is judged. So he says that um, as you're walking through life, the spirit is constantly uh, appealing. This is particularly to believers right? Uh, that, um, are you really following the truth? And mm-hmm. are you so sure about that? And do you see inconsistencies about this? Or do you see that this deception, and eh, maybe something's not right about that? Mm-hmm. And I wonder. And he says he's trying to take your wondering. Because everybody does, by the way. Right, um, right. I wonder if I'm really right. I wonder if I got this right. Um and he says he takes his wondering and says and shows you, now nah, it's not really right. Uh, mm. Why don't you come follow me, uh, and I'll show you that truth. So it's either uh, I suffer the consequences of being in the world and mm-hmm. and the negative uh, impact that's having on my life, and the fact that I'm an enmity against God and He's actually not there, uh, bringing me back to the beautiful life, or I wonder. Because I start to see inconsistencies. I start to right. see, eh, wait a second, um, they said this, but I observed something different. And you start to consider, because it doesn't hold up, because it's not clear, mm-hmm. maybe my belief, maybe I'm following this deception, you know, isn't really so. Uh, right. Uh, and again, you think about the the impact of that is it's based on my heart and how hard is it? How resolved is it? Uh, if I've already decided, yeah. now I, I absolutely uh, believe that this guy teaching us that there's no hell. Yeah, I like that. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm going to follow that. And that's it. I've got it. You know, and everybody else that doesn't agree with me, I'm going to fight. As opposed to other people say, well, it it doesn't line up with scripture. Mm-hmm. Okay, now as a believer, um, and by the way, when that happens in my life, when uh, somebody says, yeah, I'm not so sure that that lines up with scripture. See, my heart is, well, then let's go find out. Right. Um, why would I not? Because I know that the simple simplicity is if you abide mm-hmm. in my word, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. And my, I want to enjoy life. Right. Uh, so anytime that's a challenge to me, it's like, yeah, sure, let's go see. Let's go see what the word has to say. So that, as a believer, it's really not fuzzy in Scripture to say, mm-hmm. my word is true. Follow my word. Get into my word. Love my word. Love love what I have to speak to you. Let it be a joy to you. Go after it. Go after it. Go after it. And it's spoken old Old Testament, New Testament, all the way through. Mm-hmm. So. If you've rejected that, probably, and I and I see this to be mostly true, they've actually then stopped reading the word because I I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to I don't want to be challenged anymore. Right. God says, okay, I'm not going to force you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a choice to make. Are you, do you have a heart to come with me or not? Right. Right. So it's yeah, really it's interesting. Yeah. There's I find too in conversation with people. There's a lot of times. There's so many different facets that lead into that. Um, some that truly are, you know, just hardened and, and they don't want to accept that. But often there's more at the root of it than that. There is, 
feel something that has caused them to want to believe that other than the truth, whether it is family members that they know are not believers. And so they would rather choose this false than, than believe they could be going to hell. Yeah. Um, and sometimes identity and guilt and shame. There's, there's a lot of layers, but the beauty is as Rich has described how we press in and allow the Holy spirit to work and the logos to work that God can unpack all of those layers. Right. If we're just willing to go and you come back to what you've said before, let's, let's start on the premise that God's word is true. So what he says is true then if I'm rejecting it, there must be some other layer that I've got to allow God access to, to let him bring me to accept the truth Yeah, and, and start asking the questions and see where it's coming from and, and let him do some healing and, and work on that because yep. it's interesting. There's always more to it than, than what meets the eye, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and go to, uh, you know, let's read again, John 16, 13 to 15, cause it kind of relates here. Uh, he just, he just said to us, you know, that the Holy Spirit is going to be resident within us, uh, convicting of sin and judgment. Um, mm-hmm. And then he gives this statement about John 16, 13 to 15, if you want to read that. Sure. It says, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Yeah. So, again, um, in the way that I always uh, look at things in terms of our life with God is, is kind of simple. You know, I kind of mm-hmm. call it simply, uh, is that uh, Jesus just told us in John 16, and he tells us in John 14 and 15, um, the Holy Spirit, who is us, Mm-hmm. is going to be resident in you. Right. So you have it. You know. So yeah. as, a, as a believer, if you've truly said, I receive Christ as my Lord and Savior, you have that. Right. Uh, now, okay, I have God within me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says next, that, that spirit is going to guide you into all truth. Mm-hmm. That's his role. Guide you into all truth. Right. So that, um, and, he, and he said, again, if you abide in my word, you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. If Christ sets you free, you're free indeed. In other words, it'll be done and you'll enjoy life. Mm-hmm. So if you just take the simplicity of that. Right. Well, I have, I have God within me. He knows the truth. Mm-hmm. And again, as a believer, I would assume that somebody wouldn't be arguing that because mm-hmm. uh, if I argue that eh, God doesn't know the, tr- the truth or God isn't <laughs> the truth. If you're really a believer. Yeah. Then, yeah. <laughs> then I, eh, you know, have you really accepted Christ? Uh, right. Because then you're really saying that I'm not really sure. I, I believe if, if you, if you don't go to that level, mm-hmm. then why would you believe that Jesus was the answer? Right. Um, well, okay. So, Again, well, if you're a believer, do you would you say that God is the truth and and knows the truth? The answer right. usually is yes. Um, okay, now you have Christ, you have Christ within you, you have the Holy Spirit within you. Mm-hmm. He knows the truth. Right. He just said, "I'll guide you to it." Mm-hmm. So if you're a believer, <laughs> well, then why would you not take advantage of that? Right. Uh, to say, I have a heart to go and discover truth. And by the way, it implies something is that um, I don't know it uh, all and full uh, mm-hmm. at all times. Because why? Um, because my nature is limited. And as I, as I grow into this relationship, um, he says, I'll keep guiding you into more and more truth. So it's not mm-hmm. a, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give you a course in truth Right. And you're going to spend that for six months, and now you know all truth. No, it's a lifetime right. of, well, let me show you this. Let me show you this. Right. Uh, and see, the beauty of abiding uh, is um, he says, this is the truth that I'd like to share with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, pay attention. Uh, now, let walk with me. 
Right. Uh, and I'll guide you into that truth using logos to speak mm-hmm. it to you personally and then help imply, apply it to you, you know, through Rhema. Uh, and you'll have a great joy uh, based upon going to the truth. So that because of the privilege we have, my challenge to anybody is why would you not do that? Right. Right. Uh, why would you reject the truth by not processing the truth? Mm-hmm. Uh, and even that word for God, you know, the, the word guide there, that implies, you know, he is leading. He's willing to take us there. But there is something on our end. We do have to be willing to follow. If we don't follow the guide, we don't land where he's leading. Exactly. You uh, know? Uh, and then the question comes up, um, well, how then do these you know, these known pastors, these theologians, uh, churches, how do they lead us away from truth? What happens to them? Yeah, how uh, do they get derailed? How do they, get, how do they get derailed? And, uh, and this goes back to the discussion of uh, Paul in Romans 7 mm-hmm. uh, that says um, there's a problem with our nature mm-hmm. uh, called the sin nature, the self nature. Uh, And that is that when I try to operate on my own, Mm -hmm. um, I start to do things that I don't want to do and I don't do things that I shouldn't do. uh, And I struggle with all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he says, I find a law. He says this in John, uh, excuse me, in Romans 7. uh, I find a law at work. Mm -hmm. He says, regardless (laughs) of my desire, um, I can't overcome that on my own. Right. Uh, I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna default what we call default back to the self, and then what what happens, uh, which he then describes later in chapter eight, is if you set your mind on the things of the flesh, mm-hmm. uh, he says what happens is uh, even though you have the Holy Spirit within you. Uh, when you when you basically try to operate uh, on your own by not abiding, mm-hmm. it's really simple. Um, I'm not pursuing God. I'm not being led by the Holy Spirit. I'm following my own dictates, and I'm in the flesh. And he said, when your mind is there, what happens is that you basically put to death the Spirit. You're at enmity against God, and you cannot please God. And so what happens is your mind goes back to the natural. Uh, and now you start thinking a certain way, and you mm-hmm. justify that thinking. It's not of God because I'm no longer pursuing God. I'm pursuing my own understanding. Mm-hmm. So that somebody that stops abiding, that was in the Word, that was speaking the Word, preaching the Word, they stop being in the Word. Okay. And then what happens is the mind starts to come up mm-hmm. with, hey, I think this is the way it is. So like, for example, mm-hmm. uh, the way this guy, this, 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 this guy has now come to this conclusion is his mind has come up with a way that he believes is God's love. Mm-hmm. And he said, and basically it's, it's how, this is how we look at it. Um, Based on my view of life, if I was God, mm-hmm. this is what I believe love looks like. And certainly, right. I wouldn't let anybody be separated from me because I created him in the first place. So there's got to be different ways to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and your mind now takes over. Right. Um, and you start thinking a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it gets reinforced by your natural uh, uh, cause and effect, because why? You've walked away from input from mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit, input from the truth to say, no, that's not the truth. Come and find the truth with me. I'll give you the truth. And now what, what, what happens? If, if we sat and talked to this guy right now, uh, we would say to him, do you believe this is truth? Mm-hmm. He, he's a religious. He, does. he would say, yeah, yeah this is this is religious. Well, it doesn't line up with the Bible. Ah, the Bible's not true. Mm. Okay, you've even rejected that, see? Right. Why? Well, that's what his view of life has become because of the natural. Uh, and he so said, where, can I ask this question? Yeah. Where 
does salvation lie in that? So what, like, what would, what would your, I know we can't judge a man's heart, but this is a question I always wrestle with. You know, somebody who, you know, at some point, or you believe, um, came to a saving faith, a saving belief in Jesus and, and then has gotten so derailed. Um, where, where is he at? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the Bible actually talks to that. Uh, uh, one, uh, job, uh, John 5, uh, 24, uh, uh, said that I say to you, he who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life at present, right. uh, and has passed from death into life. Done deal. Okay. Finished. Uh, you have mm-hmm. passed into death into life. Um, okay. Uh, there's another aspect of that uh, that uh, is a question mark, um, uh, and that is that. Let me pull, pull this up. Um, that Jesus raises a question mm-hmm. uh, about that. Um, uh, he says, uh, "This is in John. Excuse me, Matthew seven. Uh, uh, it says, uh, beware." of mm-hmm. false prophets right? who come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Mm-hmm. Are grapes gathered from thorn disses your figs and thistles? No, every healthy tree bears good fruit and the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will recognize them by their fruits mm-hmm. he continues not everyone who says to me lord lord will enter the kingdom of heaven but the one who right. does the will of my father who is in heaven on that day many will say to me lord did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name and then will i declare to them i never knew you Depart mm-hmm. from me you workers of lawlessness um okay well there's there's a question mark uh, right. that I see some <laughs> the fruit is bad. Right. Uh, they say they know God. Um, I wonder. Mm-hmm. Uh, have they really made that transaction? Right. Uh, yeah, you saw good fruit in the initial years of his ministry. Yeah, yeah, and so that's you why. Know. That's yeah. why you, uh, we as we first of all in our role, we don't have the privilege of saying I know the answer to that. Right. Um, I do right. know, and I do say this to people who have fallen away, who are Mm -hmm. not following the truth, who say they're believers. Um, I said, because of this verse, um, would you consider that you maybe haven't made that transaction? Right. Uh, Maybe it was purely intellectual and you never actually did it uh, Mm -hmm. because your fruit isn't visible. It's not good. Uh, And he says, hey, I never knew you. And, And would you like to make sure that you know him? You might want to revisit this. Now, again, I'm not judging right. them. I'm not saying you are yeah. or aren't. But you've uh, got to bring up the possibility because eternity is at stake. Here. Right. And, <laughs> and by the way, uh, if you have made that transaction, uh, then yes, uh, even though you've fallen away, you know, you're saved. And Paul, and Paul mm-hmm. speaks to this, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Um, he, uh, he says... Um, in verse uh, 5 of chapter 3... Uh, uh, who then is Paul who, and who is Apollos, but ministers to whom you believed as the Lord gave to each one? I planted, Apollos watered, God gave the increase. Neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Mm-hmm. Now he who plants and he who waters are one. Each one will receive his own reward according mm-hmm. to his own labor. We are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and others build on it. Let each one take heed how mm-hmm. he builds on it. Mm-hmm. No other foundation Good. can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. everything we do, by the way, this is what abiding is all about, is um, are you going to follow me and build on my foundation, or are you, are you off building, right. building worthless Building on your worthless own sand. <laughs> and then he says this. Uh, if anyone builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stone, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear. The day will declare it because it will be mm. revealed by fire. The fire will test each one's work. 
Uh, if anyone works on what he has built on endures, he'll receive a reward. But if anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss, but he himself will be saved, yet as though through fire. Do you not know that you're the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? If you defile the temple of God, God will destroy him. The temple of God is holy, which temple you are. So that, um, well, if you're a believer, truly a believer, mm-hmm. you've made that transaction, you have crossed over into life, into eternity. eternity. You'll right. spend eternity with God. He says, now what you do on earth will be rewarded or not rewarded. Um, right. And there's a whole, you know, we can get into a whole discussion about that later, about the fact that what we, how we live out life here mm-hmm. will depend... <laughs> Our eternity depends on It'll it. It'll impact, yeah. Uh, now, we'll be in a great place, uh, but it, it impacts it. And that's why he, he goes back to what we started with the very first session when our, in our podcast. Um, uh, you have to choose to abide in me. Right. Apart from me, you can, you, do, nothing. You can do nothing. So that, see, a lot of believers who say, well, I'm, I'm, I'm active, I believe, but are you connected and doing what God asks you to do? Are you right. building on him? If you're not, there's consequences in eternity. Yeah. Um, and the beauty of it is he say, don't do it out of duty so that you get your reward later. He said, guess right. what? I'll give you your reward now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the super abundant life now. I'm going to bring you freedom now. I'm going to give you right. covenant life now. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing now in a very difficult world because you're living mm-hmm. in enemy, enemy territory. So um, uh, it's really it's really interesting uh, as we look at this whole aspect of, do we have a heart for truth? Right. Um, and there is a demarcation. Uh, if you have a heart for truth, come on and learn it, receive it, and live it. If you don't, mm-hmm. you actually will suffer the consequences and it'll be more difficult for you as you go through life. And it's all based on your heart. I'll right. do the work. Jesus, God said, I'll do the work. You just need to come because I'm going to guide you into it. Right. Why don't you enjoy that? By the way, that's how I enjoy you. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're at the end of, end of time. <laughs> wow. Uh, so yeah, uh, we, today everyone benefited from my questions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We can, we can keep As going. Uh, <laughs> so we, uh, uh, we urge you to, uh, to consider that. Uh, do you, what, you know, what's your question? You know, what's your issue is, do you have a heart for truth? Right, and the beautiful thing is the Holy Spirit said, "I'll guide you into it." You know, so we'll yeah. we'll talk we'll talk more about that tomorrow. And uh, it was fu- it was fun discussion today. Yeah, great. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed today, be a friend, tell a friend, and pass on the podcast so that others can join in on the journey. Yep, and we'll uh, we'll see you tomorrow, Kathy. Sounds great. Yep. All right, bye bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.